everybody. Welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast with subtitles permanently turned off. I am Matt, aka Matt Fondude, and I'm again with my humble host, co-host of the show. Yes, I'm James, aka James O Four E. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you the time to say say what you need to say, James. Uh, this is your time. Well, I do notice that. As it pertains to our topic today, the Metacritic's uh, top Metascore games. On the side, it mentions Dead Island 2 and Atomic Heart. Oh, I don't know what soon. Atomic Heart is, but Dead Island 2 scares me. Yeah, so let's get right into the topic. Today is a side quest episode um, where we're going to be looking at Metacritic.com. And I thought it would be fun to look at like the all-time highest rated Metacritic games uh, by metacritic score and then maybe also by user score because they're all over the place and james just pointed out that there is apparently a dead island 2 in production didn't know that that's weird yeah, it comes out on february 3rd 2023 on the ps4 exclusively question mark uh it's P- it says P- there's a ps4 one and a pc one huh i assume weird. there's an xbox one maybe they just don't like them you think there's a switch version oh definitely not play dead island 2 on on switch no, it would be Dead oh, Island that. one like remade, like with like to be like PS two graphics, and oh, then it would no. be a cloud oh. version of Dead Island two for Switch. Shout out to cloud no. versions of games. Never, never had a good experience with that, to be honest. Man, we don't have the internet infrastructure to be playing cloud games. I, like, do you remember the On Live? Remember On Live before oh. Stadia and all those? Yeah, I remember consoles? that actually. <laughs> That, yeah. that is a throwback. I remember seeing all the ads for those or for that. I think the Netflix for games model will work eventually. I mean, Xbox Game Pass is kind of like that. Uh, yeah. Once internet speed is so good, that, like downloading something is trivial. I think that's kind of the, the world. We need to have yeah. that hyper speed internet so it doesn't feel like there's any delay. <laughs> um, but anyway... Let's let's get into the let's immediately jump into the Metacritic scores. So their number one game, according to Metacritic, the number one game of all time, regardless of year, regardless of year, this is of all time, is Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo sixty four. Ooh, what do we feel about that? How do we feel about that spicy opinion? Uh, I've never played it, so that is very spicy. That is a episode <laughs> we should definitely do. Um. Yeah, I have played that game. That game is very good. I wouldn't mm. call that the best game of all time, but it is really good. Uh, do we? Are we going to commit to reading the? Des- There's like these little handy descriptions of each game. I don't know if we want to read them. That might be. It might be content because they are kind of weird. Hmm, yeah, we, we can it. we can read them. Okay. Do you want to do you want to read the Legend of Zelda one? Since you you don't know what the story is, this will enlighten you, and I'll, yeah, I'll sure, ask you some I'll, questions. I'll introduce myself. Mm-hmm. As a young boy, Link is tricked by Ganondorf, the king, the king of the Gerudo thieves. Yep. The evil man uses Link to gain access to the sacred realm, where he places his tainted hands on the Triforce <laughs> and transforms the beautiful Hyrulean landscape into a barren wasteland. Before I finish, if you read this to somebody. Over the age of like sixty, I think they'd actually melt. This is way more lore than I actually gathered from playing the game. So, uh, Link is determined to fix the problems he helped to create. <laughs> so, with the help of Raru, he travels through time, gathering the power of seven sages. I, I mean, mean, Jesus Christ, dude, it's not your fault. It's a good summary, I guess. Oh, but it, it like also they really went with Ganondorf, King of the Gerudo Thieves, the evil human. <laughs> Uses Link to gain, like, they really had to point out his, one, his stinky hands, his stinky painted <laughs> doo-doo hands, and then <laughs> the fact that he was a human. His poo-poo hands. Yeah, no, this game is really good. I, uh, of the two N64 Zelda games, I prefer Majora's Mask, but mm-hmm. uh, Ocarina of Time is, it's one of those games where it was everyone's favorite game of all time, and then it became cool to hate the game. And now mm. I think it's just in a state of like, no, it's just a really good game. It doesn't have to be. It's like overrated, underrated. It's like no, it's just a good game. We yeah. don't have to be crazy about it. The uh, Metacritic store is ninety nine. The user score is nine point one. Seems good. fair. Um, yeah, no, that game is great. 
we should probably play it on the podcast. That would be a yeah, good one. Yeah, I'd be one. down to play it. That's a that's gonna be a multi parter though for sure. Like that's yeah. a long game. Um the next game on this list baffles me. Uh <laughs> it is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. The the second best game of all time, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I mean, I've never I've never really played the Tony Hawk games. I don't know. Have you played a lot of the Tony Hawk games? Uh no, I've I played Skate 3, but that's the only mm-hmm. it's the only skating game I've played. Weirdly enough, I've also played Skate 3, but and I've played a little bit of some Tony Hawk games, and they are really cool, and they mm-hmm. are really important, and I think it's like a fun series. I, I It's just weird that I never would have guessed if you asked me, like, what do you think people think is, like, the top games of all time? Just Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2. And now I'd like to point out Legend of Zelda is the only game on this, like, list that i see that has a 99 on metacritic and then everything else mm-hmm. below is like 98 so it's yeah. like on a whole nother so it's tier. like not nine out of ten doctors recommended yeah um, uh, i will I i'll what's... read the uh the, the beautiful synopsis here <clears throat> oh my god as most major publishers development efforts shift to any number of next generation platforms Tony Hawk 2 will likely stand as one of the last truly fantastic games to be released on the PlayStation. So, is that part Jesus of the lore? <laughs> user score 7.4. Why is the user score 7.4? No, 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 it's not out of 100. It's, I think it's out of 10. Yeah, I, I know, but like... What, <laughs> there's such a big disparity. I thought you were laughing at the fact that the summary is just like... Something they would no. print on like a it's just like an ad statement for the game. It's just like Oh uh, well I mean that that is funny too, but like like damn, these guys gave it a seven point four out of ten, but the meta score is ninety-eight out of one hundred. What what I went mean, on here? I don't know. Is someone there... at like Meta Laboratory, someone at the Metacritic uh, HQ really likes this game. And I guess that's kind of the thing. Like who who actually comes up with the Metacritic scores? I don't know. And... There might be some uh there might be some some secret payments going on here. Yeah, and well, no, I think it's just like personal opinion, like personal. Sub, it's like subjective. Maybe. Uh, and also, I was gonna make this episode about. Do you know about the IGN thing? Uh, how they rated the game Imagine Babies like a nine point seven or something? What? Or like it's like a seven point five? Imagine. <clears throat> so there's a game called Imagine Babies with a Z that came out on the Wii. And there's a meme that IGN gave it like a 7.5 or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was a clearly one of those reviews that was paid for. And it was like, it was sketchy. Because like, who's given Imagine Babies like a high review? Yeah. But the meme is there's like a Twitter account that has games that are worse than Imagine Babies objectively based on IGN's sco- uh, critiques. And um, yeah, so you'll have games like, oh yeah, Skyrim, that's worse than Imagine Babies. According oh to the the ratings, or like Mario Galaxy, I think is like worse than Imagine Babies for the Wii. Um, it's just like these games; it's just insane. What games? I, I follow this account called uh, "Is It Worse Than Fortnite?" Because IGN gave Fortnite like a nine out of ten, so they list like these mm-hmm. great games that IGN gave lower than a nine out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> like every now, day. <laughs> now I feel like Fortnite at least. I mean, you can't say that it's not like culturally significant because it's yeah. the biggest thing ever, and it is honestly a pretty good game i i would say but it also is one of those games that has infinity money put into yeah. it so like it has to be at least like decent it's i like don't that. like playing it's it like at that all and like anything made by riot it's like you you cannot compare the game that you play and like the devs to anything made to anything in fortnite or anything made by riot because they have like they actually have unicorn blood in their basement like they, <laughs> there's the things they do with their games are not not real yeah. um but i was thinking what Looking at the, these uh, neg- these negative uh, user scores, could you imagine the amount of people that played this game and thought all these skating tricks were super easy and then just went out and hurt themselves? Oh, we should read some negative reviews of games, too. Uh, oh, boy. Let me... Oh, my God. Murder? <laughs> let me read this. Let me read this beautiful... I'm not going to read who posted it. I'm going to read this beautiful two... This beautiful two-star review for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. <clears throat> Whether it's ollieing over the homeless, murder victims, or riding through literal animal excrement, this game fails to pass itself off 
for little more than digitized urine. Actually, I should probably read it in the voice they wrote. <clears throat> no matter how good you claim to be at video games, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 will cut you down to size. You'll spend the majority of your gameplay hours either pressed up against a wall, unable to ride, or bailing to death because you collided with an invisible polygon. If roaming around a sandbox with a list full of chores is what you're into, then you'll love this. But don't pretend that any available geometry is skateworthy at all. Thank you. That was a pretty good review. That actually sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, why does this game like make me run into a wall all the time? I can't do anything. Yeah, that, that does. That, that is a definition of a skill issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, one other negative review was like, why is this game the number two <laughs> top rated game of all time? That's pretty fair. That's a fair. Criticism. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it got like review bombed because they saw the meta score was so high or something. I a lot of those reviews it looked like were were that. Um, yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna check out the third game on the list? Sure. Peep that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. I actually played this one. Mm -hmm. um, I have too. I've not Me beaten it. Metacritic's two thousand eight PS three game of the year, also known as GTA <laughs> IV. <laughs> what does the American dream mean today? For Nico Bellic, fresh off the boat from Europe, it's hope he can escape his past. For his cousin Roman, it's it is the vision that together they can find fortune in Liberty City, get a gateway to the land of opportunity. Okay. As they slip into into debt and are dragged into a criminal underworld by a series of shysters, shysters. Yeah. thieves, and sociopaths, they discover the, rea the reality is very different from the dream in a city that worships money and status and is heaven for those who have them as, who have them and a living nightmare for those who don't what that that's okay that's they really know that's how to suck the fun out of a game with these <laughs> summaries my god it's just like i mean they're technically true but it just feels like so oh like devoid yeah, like, of joy they make it they make the game sound so like edgy like bro I drive around and I run random people over and then I I, I shoot it and then at, I at NPCs bowling. all day. Like then I go home and sleep. What do you think about this being the number three <clears throat> game? I, I mean, I think it's I think it deserves a spot in somewhere in the top one hundred of games because it's important. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it's the number three game. I think that's going to be a lot of these um, games yeah. on the list. And I, it's like what what actually would be the number three game? Like. I would mm -hmm. say, I'm sure Skyrim's up here. I would probably say Skyrim, even though it's a buggy, glitchy, garbage game, kind of, in a way. It's so influential and just, like, a game that everyone has played a million times. I, I think it deserves yeah. that. Like, if I'm going for top 100, I'm going for impact. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, Mar yeah, like a Mario 64. I, I think you, you have to go off of impact because, like, everything else would be kind of subjective and also, like, dependent on the on when it was released because you know obviously like um games that are more recent would look better stuff like that or like be technically better in lots of departments or like even be more creative in some ways yeah it, it is a tough thing like i i think it's gonna be just nice to go through this list i feel like there's no and actually if you think about it I, it might just be alphabetized because or i don't know how they're ordering it because these all have the same, besides Legend of Zelda, which has a 99, all these games so far have had a 98. Wait, and then why we'll is Auto 4 on there twice? Uh, that's the Xbox version. So the Xbox version <laughs> is separately also really good compared to the PS3 version. They're both separately like the best games of all time. Why are they separate like that? Don't worry about it. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as the placement... Uh, I played GTA 4. It was, I think it was really good. I'm not like a huge GTA guy. Like I've only played 4 and 5, and I played Red Dead Redemption. But I think out of those three games, I think it was the, I don't want to say least enjoyable. Like I think it had a really good story, and it was like very, very like well-rooted. But I also think GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption, there's just obviously more you can do. And I think like GTA 5 with having three characters and stuff like that, it just felt like a more, a more full game you see what's funny is with these open world games and rockstar games it's like i watched youtube videos of people running around like using cheats like spawning in helicopters and blowing stuff up and like exploring the open world 
And when I play these games, I I like never find that to be fun. And I like the story, like the most fun I have in these Rockstar games is just playing the side quests and like the main story stuff. The open world shenanigans never appeals to me like ever. And maybe it's like a in GTA. I I never really got into GTA online either. Um, And I think GTA, the reward system for those games is like you get a shiny, cool car. And I don't really care about that. Do you know what I mean? Like, some people will play the game and they'll grind out, especially with online. They'll grind it out and it's like, oh, cool, I got, like, a Lambo, dude. Like, it's so sick. And it's like, I don't really care about the rewards. And also, it feels like in GTA V specifically, a lot of the open world is, like, you can't enter buildings. I I know Mm 4, you can actually do a lot more in the open world. There's, like, a lot more details in 4, weirdly enough, compared to 5. I've seen a lot of comparison videos online. Uh, but yeah, it never. I don't know. I, I, it's one a game I want to revisit is uh, GTA Four. I, I think it didn't run very well on my computer when I originally got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has been remedied now, so that might be worth revisiting. Yeah, I. Wow, I just completely lost my train of thought. I, I had something to say. There was definitely something to say in my brain. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like between you and people that really enjoy open world games a little bit, where. It, I, I'll enjoy getting the cool car if it's the best car in the game. <laughs> like, you know, I'll look up, like, what's the fastest car or what mm-hmm. has the best handling or something like that, and I'll do the quest to get it. But I think when, when the game gets to the point where I'm just kind of pissing off the police to get five stars or whatever and then just fighting them, I just get I just get bored. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do it once, and then I realize, well, wow, they're, they're really just big stat checks that are meant to make me not do crime. Okay. And that's just kind of it. I'm just like parsing the uh, the reviews right now. Just like this game is a piece of trash. Uh, Rockstar paid off the reviewers. Uh, my favorite game is GTA. There is so a lot of these reviews are from 2008 and 2009, and there a lot of the reviews are saying like, "Man, they this game sucks." GTA 4, like they used to make good games like GTA 3 and San Andreas and G- Vice City. And now, like, the new direction is bad. And it's really weird. I mean, it's kind of crazy looking at these reviews from when it came out. Because I guess GTA 4, from, like, GTA... I mean, GTA 3 to 4 is, like, insane. But you're you're really going to be comparing GTA, like, San Andreas and Vice City to 4. And, like, there's such a leap. Like, because those other games are very... Or a lot more arcade-y in a way. And, like, this game really was kind of, like, a very big generation jump. And yeah, uh, it looks like a lot of people were upset <laughs> about changes. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you don't even, I I don't think you even see like generation jumps that big anymore, like period. Cuz lots of things about games have been sort of standardized almost. So I, I do understand why there would be so many like bad reviews for this. I think we'll see I I think we'll see like uh I think Half-Life Alex was kind of a big generation jump for VR. Yeah. I, I think I think graphically we're kind of at a point where it's not going to be that much better. I think it's more about how we're going to be handling things like VR and interacting with the games. I think that'll be yeah, more it's, important. It's the technology. Yeah, like I, I think having some crazy, super immersive VR that looks and feels like pretty much. I, I think that'll be the next big, huge leap of like, whoa, it really feels like I'm in that space or something like that. Or like haptics and like actual feedback on I, I think maybe stuff like that where it, like you you feel like you're in the game that's going to be more like um uh, that's going to be more relevant in terms of uh graphical fidelity because mm-hmm. i think we've kind of hit a point where you can't really make it look that much better but you know people said that about the n64 they're like oh my god golden eye they look it look it looks like james bond we're never going to get better than this so mm-hmm all right, the next game on the list uh, is Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast specifically. Specifically, so this oh is, boy. I guess, the first Soul Calibur. I never played this. Uh, I did play I Soul Calibur four. Yeah, I think I've also played a little bit of four. I played some of five, I think. Yeah, I remember enough. Soul Calibur four was cool because the Xbox version had Yoda, and the PS three version had Darth Vader. And I remember I created a char- like my own character. I'm like, this this dude's so cool. 
did all these awesome things, and I, I was like beating the shit out of all like the base cast. And like, yeah, this character is awesome. And I just got <laughs> decimated by Yoda. And then I think Link was in the GameCube version. Oh my god! I, version specific characters like that was cool back in the day, but like if you were playing a fighting game, that would be so annoying now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I've never really was a Soul Calibur guy. Mm-hmm. So. I, I guess you want to just read the the lore and then we'll just move on. I guess because like Soul Calibur. Yeah, there's not really much to comment on. Yeah, neither of us have really played it that much. All right, this is the tale of souls and swords, I transcending like the world and all its history, told for all eternity. Dot dot dot. The greatest weapons based fighter returns. Return. But oh, isn't it Soul Calibur one though? Returns. How do they return? This time on Sega Dreamcast. Soul Calibur unleashes incredible graphics, fantastic fighters, and combos so amazing they'll make your head spin. I know nothing about this game from that description. <laughs> I, I think it's more like a review tagline. It's not really a summary. Like some oh, of these man. people are using them to put a summary, and some people are putting like tags from the review. I think some poor intern or like some AI had to scrape for like text to put into this. Yeah, I need to. I need games. to look at the Soul Calibur series. What? Wait, how is this not the first one? Oh, well, the no, first one was Soul Edge. Oh, I didn't know that. See, that's how little I know. And also, uh, I think this is the Dreamcast port or version of it. Maybe that's why they're saying it's now available on the Dreamcast. I guess that is the port. I don't know. Soul it's Edge weird. is that really the first game? Yeah, Soul Edge. Was, wow! What what was that on? It was an arcade. arcade and... Yeah, it was an arcade yeah. game. Yeah, I could mess with it. Got, it got Soul ported to, P- to PlayStation, and it got called Soul Blade outside of Japan. <laughs> Dude. So you got Soul Edge, Soul Blade, and Soul Caliber. I mean, they all refer to some sort of soul weapon. Man, do you want to talk about GTA Four again on number five for the Xbox? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. It's the same, but it's on Xbox. All right. I think this is the Nintendo fanboy in me in a way. But I'm like, oh, yeah, Super Mario Galaxy, which is number six, is on here. I'm like, oh, that makes sense because that game is supposed to be good. I never I, I played Mario Galaxy one. I did not beat it. I did not get into it that much. Weirdly enough, it is a game I should probably definitely revisit. Um, yeah, same. You, did you do have similar experience? Yeah, pretty much. I, I remember I got my Wii. I can't remember if this came with the Wii or if I got it soon after I got my Wii, but uh, I played it a bit. It, it was really cool. I remember, like, all my memories of it are great. I just never ended up, like, like finishing it. Yeah, it's a, it's really... Um, I gotta think about this. So, I may have... Okay, we've we've edited out the the loud noise, maybe. Uh, if I'll, I'll be hope. editing the podcast. Hi, welcome back. So we were talking about how we neither of us really have played this critically acclaimed and like uh, user acclaimed game, Super Mario Galaxy, which yeah, probably I mean, will be a episode on the podcast. Yeah, I do still have my Wii and probably my copy of it, but I, I, I don't know if I can be asked yeah, to set I have, up my I Wii again, you know, dust it off. I don't even know if it still works. Oh, it, I mean, it's made of Nintendo. It'll work. <laughs> it's made of Nintendo. So... Um, actually, wait a minute. I have technology. I'm going to write down the timestamp in which the loud noise happened. Now I'll be able to look it up in the editing. Perfect. We have technology. Epic technology moment. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the, the wonderfully long, confusing description of the ultimate Nintendo hero is taking the ultimate step out into space join mario as he ushers in a new era of gaming defying gravity across all the planets in the galaxy when some creatures when some when when some creature escapes into space with princess peach mario gives chase exploring bizarre planets across the galaxy mario comma peach and enemies new and old are here Players run, jump, and battle enemies as they explore all the planets in the galaxy. Since this game makes full use of all the features of the Wii remote, players have to do all kinds of things to succeed, like pressing buttons, 
swinging the Wii remote and the nunchuck, and even pointing at and dragging things with the pointer. And also, you know, since he's in space, comma, Mario can perform mind-bending jumps unlike anything he's done before. He'll also have a wealth of new moves that are all based around tilting, pointing, and shaking the Wii remote. Shake, tilt, and point! Exclamation point. Mario takes advantage of all the unique aspects of the Wii remote and Nunchuck controller, unleashing new moves as players shake the controller and even point at and drag items with the pointer Nintendo. There's no way that was written by th- that has to be that had to have been written by an AI. Why is it like repeating? It's just like, oh, oh boy, Mario sure is using the Wii remote control to spin, tilt, and point at all his new enemies. Also, can we talk about how some creature? I mean, I, I guess they maybe yeah, they didn't like, know Bowser was the guy who did it, or they didn't want to spoil that intro well, cutscene. The, the implications of some creature escaped with Princess Peach, like. You, they did. They never said she was kidnapped. Maybe she wants to be there. Yeah, like they don't. They were vague, but also really specific. Maybe Mario is is just a toxic boyfriend. Why were they so vague about the story, but so specific about pointing your Wii remote controller at your Nintendo Wii system and then twirling it ninety degrees <laughs> to the left to collect items and use the pointer controls? I just love the vocabulary and the grammar throughout. <laughs> the fact that they used ultimate twice in the same sentence, they, they repeated enemies so so many times in close proximity. It was, it was it was amazing. So the best part about these negative reviews are they're they're like from the year the game came out. And can we just talk about? I'm just gonna read this one review of this game is complete. This game is a complete waste of time. The graphics are okay, but they make no difference to an uninspired platformer such as Galaxy. Do your slelf a flavor and go play and go buy Mario 64. It's exactly the same as this. Um Oh my god. Dude, he's out here just being like, yeah, Mario 64. What didn't he just didn't, doesn't even acknowledge Sunshine. This guy this guy does not like Sunshine either. Oh my Really god. Mario 64 is the same as Mario Galaxy? The the linear 3D platform. Why, why am I getting heated by random wait, 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 person? Read, read the next review down. Oh my god. Sigh. People who type out the word sigh, by the way, are the scum of the earth. I That is a pet peeve of, my, pet peeve of mine. Because if you're writing the word sigh in italics, you are a scumbag. Like, you are the worst. I don't want to talk to you. Because they're just an internet warrior, like, out here. Like, who who's out here typing sigh? Oh Have you ever typed god. the word sigh out I unironically? So. I don't think so. Because it always it always pre- prefaces like a rant of just being like, ah, "Sigh, Mario has really lost his edge." I would definitely say that Mario is better in two D, jumping on enemies, no life bar, not as many dumb power ups that ruin the gameplay. Two D were his glory days. Plus, this game is targeted for children. Lame. As if oh the other God. Mario games were not targeted toward children. Also, nine out of forty five people found this helpful. Sigh, Mario has lost his soul edge. <laughs> this game is sucky and overrated at least that guy at least that review is like from the heart he's not faking he's not feigning tiredness feigning tiredness the game mario mario galaxy was so bad it made me exhausted to type this i don't know why i'm defending a game that i like, barely played i'm not i'm not really defending the game i'm more like i'm more just like depressed at the reviews yeah for any game oh i like this one though uh, do you want to do you want to be my guest and read out this <laughs> read out this by right, grassy? Which one is it? This one. Oh, grassy. I got it. I hate this stupid game. Why? The second player only gets to collect star, which is stupid. This is why I hate this stupid game. If I made a bottom ten Mario games, it will be number one. <laughs> I feel bad because this is someone's little brother. Who's, who got play, who's stuck in player oh two and he has a valid point the player yeah. two in mario galaxy can only shoot like point at the screen and shoot stars they can't I actually, actually do remember like, that I, I was player two occasionally yeah. you know what you can't blame him if that's all he's playing then you know what also wait that was from 2013 
Wait, you, mean, that was like way later. Why is there a review from 20? Wait a minute. There's a review from current year. Current let me, let me year. read this. It was fun as a kid, but we aren't 10 years old anymore. We should move on. <laughs> we should move on to mediocrity and have our own critical look at the game. At this, one of the most mind-nubblingly boring game Nintendo ever have ever developed. None of the ideas are actually fun to experience, and nothing about the level designs is engaging. Man. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna, like... I'm not gonna berate it too much, because, like, again, I haven't really played that much of it. But still, just conceptually that someone was spending the time to write that out uh, is definitely interesting. Yeah, Do you want to read the, the much the simpler... The on his loss of youth was... Oh yeah, thrilling. we're not children anymore. We oh, can't be man. playing these baby Mario games. Remember when Mario was made for men? They should they should release Mario for men. That yes, would be when Mario was cool. made for men when you were probably eight years old. <laughs> when you were a fetus, when you were not born. Man. Um, Super <clears throat> Mario Galaxy Two, by the way, is right underneath that game as Mario. Uh, we definitely games. played this one, right? I did not even touch that one, so I don't know anything. I've heard it's better than Mario Galaxy 1. Like, I heard it improved on everything, so... Sure. Throw it in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can read the description. The beautiful description. Super Mario Galaxy 2, the sequel to the galaxy-hopping original game, <laughs> includes the gravity-defying, physics-based exploration from the first game, but is loaded with entirely new galaxies and features to challenge players. On some stages, on some stages, Mario can pair up with his dinosaur buddy Yoshi and use his tongue to grab items and spit them back at enemies. That's all Players you can also have fun with new items, such as a drill that lets our hero funnel through solid rock. Nintendo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Why does all you need read? to know? I actually think I, I know the problem. This reads like it was written by like a child, like a fourth grader who just had to, who just learned how to do like a, a five paragraph essay. This is how it, they write. It's really weird because it's like, I mean, they peaked clearly with Mario Galaxy 1's description, but like Mario Galaxy <clears throat> 2, they don't describe anything that happens in the game. I mean, it, they talk about the newest feature of like, oh, Yoshi's in this game. And it's yeah. like, let's talk about Yoshi and one of the power-ups. It's like, there's a, a you could toddle through rock in this game. Man. Not yeah, much to know. say about it's that. Just, it's something. Uh, the next game is Red Dead Redemption 2, a game that I have not beaten, but I played on the PS4, and I bought on PC, but my computer is not cool <laughs> enough to run this game the way wow. I want it to, so I will wait until I have a, a stronger... It's like the GTA 4 situation, where it's like, yeah. I'll just wait until I have like a computer that's so strong that running Red Dead 2 is like a joke, but that's mm -hmm. going to be years from now. You know, I actually, I actually have a cool, a cool fun fact about this game. Um, I did not play it, but during my freshman year of college, we did a field trip to, I think it was called the Video Game Museum or something like that. Mm -hmm. or it was like an arcade museum, something similar. Um, and there was, a, like, at the end of it, a Rockstar employee was there, and he did, like, a presentation for us. And we actually got to see the Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer early. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool, but... Yeah, I never ended up playing the game. I did ask oh. him why they didn't make a why they didn't make single player DLC for GTA GTA Five because they like money. It was sad. He basically just told me, well, well, more people played the multiplayer, so we decided, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah, they made they, that GTA Online just prints money. Also, just mm -hmm. a little slight spoiler: the next game on the list is GTA Five, like in every version that exists. Epic. And that apparently Pro Skater for the Dreamcast is also here. This is a weird list. Um, yeah, but Red Dead 2, I played... Uh, I played most of it. I got most of the way through. I would say that game is really good. It looks really cool. It's a cool mm -hmm. concept. Um, it's There's some weird uh, tonal dissonance where... In the game, you'll be doing this really serious story moment where a character will get shot and it matters. And then one second later, you'll be literally gunning down 100 men. 
in the streets with like a machine gun and it's like how does arthur morgan with a pistol you kill hundreds of people like and you'll be escaping like a town and there'll like be police chasing you and then in a cutscene, like a second later you're like oh man i escaped the town and then you look over and like your partner got shot once and he's like i'm dying from infection it's like it's the, it's like it's the tone and that's all like it, in gta 5 it's like that too where it's like you're doing a cutscene where it's kind of like serious and like there's actually things that matter and then mm-hmm. the gameplay is like okay we need it to be fun so we need a hundred people to shoot at so like I think in GTA early on, there's like a meth lab or something like that with Trevor section. Yeah, I remember that. Where it's just like, she, there's like a hundred people in this house. It, it's just weird. That has always been weird. Trying to have like fun gameplay, but like a serious story and then having like to write around it. It's yeah. weird. It's kind of That's like part of what I think of. Cyberpunk did really well. Uh, like as far as open world games is it's very hard to have a, a grounded open world game where you're not some sort of enhanced human being or some god amongst men because inevitably you're going to end up killing a bunch of people in some crazy sequence that no human being should be able to to survive even halfway through Mm -hmm. i mean yeah in cyberpunk you literally have like uh blade arms and are made of titanium and run around you you are crazy so it does kind of it kind of makes sense Mm-hmm. And you are you are special protagonist person with your headship and whatnot. Yes. Um. Yeah. It never felt. It, it did never actually feel that weird that there was like because you were always going to like outposts and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like, oh, like five hundred enemies funneling out of a doorway. God. I actually think my favorite example of um, of open world MC syndrome was was Far Cry Five, because you're just some regular like very young adult like i think i think the main character was 19 or something and he's just so skilled at at mass murder oh yeah well i mean three is like that too but at least you're like john military did i I think did i not say far cry three did i say oh you said four i said four okay yeah i meant meant three i didn't play far cry four yeah three is uh you're, but I think the I think the background is you're supposed to be like a you are a random like privileged kid, but I think you were in the military, so you like know how to kind of handle a gun. And then yeah. you're and then you're pumped full of so many drugs that you're just running around doing crazy stuff anyway. So it's yeah. like yeah, maybe. Man, it's a far cry from what we expected. <laughs> Perhaps that's why they called it that. Oh man, it's a far cry three from what I expected. <laughs> yeah, we truly were a far cry three. <laughs> This really was our Far Cry 3. Yeah. Um, have you played any of the Yakuza games at all? Uh, no, I've heard a lot about them, though. I've seen a lot of memes. Yeah, those games do a really good uh, way of doing this combat thing where the game's main story is like deadly serious like uh, crime drama and then all the side quests and all the combat takes place in this like comedy dimension where... Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things like Kiryu never kills anyone like Bat- like Batman style is like Kiryu he never kills anyone uh, he's the main character mm-hmm. um, and then even within the first game you are shooting uh, you are shooting people with a machine gun on the back of a motorcycle and there's a man on a motorcycle chasing you and you shoot him and he falls off the motorcycle onto the road and then the motorcycle explodes and you shot him with a gun but he's fine he got the explosion blew him to safety that reminds me um, of I remember in, in Spider-Man PS4, if you throw somebody on a, off of a roof, a web will just appear and attach them to the to the wall, even mm-hmm. if it isn't just you doing it, it just happens. Then I remember in, in Batman Arkham Knight, if you hit somebody with the Batmobile, it, it just kind of happens. <laughs> and you're supposed to assume they're not dead. <laughs> they like were the blown Batmobile to has some the Batmobile has some high caliber guns on it too. <laughs> And you can like blow up cars and stuff by running them over. Like sometimes the cars uh, have people in them. It's uh, beanbag explosives. Bean it's rubber explosives. explosives. I actually think rubber explosives was the excuse. Oh yeah. I mean, I rather have for gameplay. I would rather be able to just do whatever than whatever. Honestly, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I will say, Spider Man. They try to make it so you can't kill anyone. Uh, you can still get away with it by like knocking people like into the ocean. Yeah. Um, you can also. I watched a video clip that someone it auto webs them to a car. So, oh 
it auto webs them to the underside of a car and then the other car another car slams underneath <laughs> it and explodes <laughs> and it's really funny i it's punched like this guy in the ocean the, i punched this guy in the ocean and he hasn't come back up yeah no I'm you worried. like stick him underwater it's like yeah okay i mean you can't win them all yeah i'm gonna play that i never beat that game uh but it's on steam now i'm just waiting for it to go on a good sale and then i'll uh yeah. play through it yeah it's a really good game um gta 5 is the next on the list it's on it three times oh they have different there's two different descriptions too it's also on there a third time at number 12 and i think it might have uh, a different description yeah uh gta 5 i think probably i think it deserves a spot on the list here yeah, to be definitely. honest because gta 5 is a great <clears throat> game another game i haven't beaten which is isn't that a recurring theme of getting like 95 percent of the way through a game and then not beating it and oh, yeah. with GTA 5, I did that like three times. Like, I got to the same pretty deep into the story and then fell off. Yeah, I remember, I think GTA 5 had three or four endings. And this was when games were just starting to experience, experiment with having multiple endings. But it was an ending that just kind of came down to one decision. So what I did is like, before I finished the game, I just looked up which decision was the right one. Damn, there but, you go. Yeah, it's... It's that games are getting better with it nowadays. They make the endings like a, a culmination of, of all your decisions throughout the game. But that that one final, like, yeah, do you kill this guy or not? And that determines your ending is it's definitely. Well, definitely if you not, want not play player choice, the next game on the list, which definitely deserves a spot is Disco Elysium. Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with this game at all? Uh, I've been recommended it many times, even by professors, and I just n never ended up playing it, actually. But I do want to play it. I might even have it on Steam. Yeah, now is the time to play it with the director's cut or the final cut, because they added voice acting to everything in that game. Oh. Which is insanity when you play that game, because it is like a text kind of like RPG, where all your choices actually matter quite a bit, and everything is voice acted. And it's one of the one of the best games, a game I have not finished because I can't finish games, apparently. But mm -hmm. from what I have played, it is really, really, really good. I would highly recommend that. And that, I would say, definitely deserves a spot mm -hmm. uh, up here. Just nestled between GTA and, and another Wait, version what? of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Man. Now, I will say, games that were released in, like, current year and around here actually have descriptions, like, written by, like, a human. So they're not they're not as funny, although I'm looking at the the, the, the oh, next no. game on the list, and the I already, sentence. I see the opening letters. Wait, wait, also, wait. Pro Tony Hawk 3. Pro Skater 2 hots back with new technology, <laughs> new pros, <laughs> right, yeah. and new tricks. <laughs> THPS 2, the legend rides on, skate as legendary Tony Hawk or any of the other 12 pro skaters, create your own custom skaters. Multiple play modes include one player, <laughs> one player, wow, what a good mode. career and free skate modes, as well as two player modes such as trick attack, graffiti tag, and horse. Build your own skate parks with the real-time 3D park editor. See, That's it's it. not even Hawk's no. back exclamation point. It's Hawk's back, dash. <laughs> it's like Hawk is back. I love how some of them just don't have periods at the end, so it just kind of abruptly stops. Who on the Metacritic team is such a big fan of Pro Skater that it's on here like 17 times, and then Pro Skater 3 is also on here? Also, all these games are like, half of oh them are God, duplicated. Yeah. There needs to I'm be like some filter for, yeah. for not having repeat games. Let's let's gun through this list a little bit faster, <laughs> and we'll talk about things we actually... We'll, we'll talk about the games we actually want to talk about, because there's a lot of weirdness here. Uh, we're sure. only on like like fourteen on the list too. Yeah, see, we got. So, how far are we going? I don't know. Just until we hit the time, you know, we're phoning it in. Phoning it in. Yeah. No, no, but I, I, I mean, this is like infinite content though. I could just sit here and look at and just be baffled by the choices that people made. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the next game is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, a game that I played ninety percent of and didn't beat. Damn. Welcome to this list. Everything, every single game is like that. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't yeah, play it. Really I don't have a Switch, but yeah, it's it's good. I would say play it if you if you got it. But uh, 
you know what they say? They say, forget Oma. This is way longer. Oh my god. Forget everything you know about the Zelda game, Legend of Zelda game. Step into a world of discovery, exploration, and adventure in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, a boundary breaking new game in the acclaimed series. Travel across fields, through forests, and to mountain peaks as you discover what has become of the ruined kingdom of Hyrule. And there's a lot more. There's, they're, they're literally talking about all the shrines you're going to be doing, puzzles. They're talking about equipment. I mean, like, there's... forget everything I know about Zelda games. Who's Link? Why, is, oh, wait a why isn't Zelda the main character? This is important. Battling enemies requires strategy. Also, amiibo compatibility. Tap the Wolf Link amiibo sold separately. <laughs> To make Wolf Link appear in game, Wolf Link will attack enemies on his own and help you find items you're searching for. They That's always end it. So they don't know how to end these descriptions <laughs> at all. They're it's just really over. Weird. I don't know where they're taking these from. To be honest, <laughs> I think they're just taking them from different sources. Man, it, it's um, an amalgamation of of user scores. Yeah, uh, Le Legend of Zelda links. Link's, oh, Link's Awakening. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a really good game. It it feels a lot different than other Zelda games, which is good and bad. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a good game. It's It was a reason I was really excited to buy a Switch like day one, basically, to play it, even though it was on the Wii U, but still. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. It's a shame about that frame rate because it's on the Switch. It runs Man. like uh, Cabbage. Like a cabbage. Um, yeah, it's just like, eh, whatever. That'll be a good what game ifs. to revisit one day, maybe. I don't know. Breath of the Wild 2 looks good. I mean, it's hard to talk about it because it's just, it's a good game. It's just nothing like crazy. Yeah, every, every time I me. hear about it, people are just like, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the same. Like, the thing about the game is it's a really good game. But it's kind of like the Metal Gear Solid Five thing, where it's like it's a really good gameplay, but it's like kind of the story is like whatever. It, it there's a lot of it sacrifices a lot of the elements of old Zelda games and like story beats and stuff like that just for like really good gameplay of open world gameplay. But yeah. because of that, it's you're gonna be playing a hundred hours of fun gameplay, but it's like not that memorable in terms of things that happen in the story. I I don't know. Maybe I should beat it and then I'll talk about it. <laughs> Maybe. That would be probably ideal. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Now it's the third game. And moving on. Perfect Dark. Boy. A game I haven't played. Yes. That's Red supposed Dead Redemption to be very 2 good. and GTA 5 again. <laughs> we, okay, we're just passing that. Um, Perfect Dark is supposed to be very good. I think it's a rare game. Yeah. I've, uh, I always hear about shooter. that every once in a while. Aren't they doing a remake or something? I probably. Soon? I mean, I don't want to be playing... A first-person shooter on N64, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, let me look it up. I feel like there was either a remake recently or they're making one. Mm. It was Perfect Dark 2010. Jeez, is that really... Oh, my God. Is that really as far as it goes? There's no way. Oh, I <laughs> know. They announced in 2020 they're doing a Perfect Dark reboot. Okay. I see. Yeah, and maybe at, I'll check it in, out then. In classic Game Awards reboot slash revival of an old series fashion, we haven't heard anything about it since. Yeah, and what's so weird is it feels like a remaster reboot nowadays is either like actually definitive, like really good, or is like unplayable, like the GTA um, rem reboot Wait, thing. I'm trying, to look remasters. The, I'm trying to look at the trailer. I might actually remember watching this live. Uh, give me a sec. This is they I probably also is. have seen it. If it was it during probably the isn't game what I think awards, it is. there was some other game around the same time. They announced like a sequel, and the game was so old, people thought it wouldn't get, ever get a sequel. Imperfect Light. God, what was what was the game? I can't remember now. It's gonna keep me up at night. <laughs> well, you have to do some off-air research because you're never gonna find that off of a whim. Um, man. Next game on the list is well besides red dead again and gta again uh is metroid prime which is a game i have not played i really should play it i yeah, played, played three it corruption uh, on wii uh and there's like a <clears throat> wii uh collection of one two and three and mm. 
it's really weird because they did a Metroid like Prime Collection, but it was one of those weird Nintendo limited release games where it's like, oh, we're going to release it. Uh, I think this is the case, by the way. Correct me if I'm wrong. People send a message at hyeppodcast at gmail.com. Um, yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure there was a Wii. I mean, there was a Wii re- uh, re-release of all three games with new controls, which is, like I think, the definitive way of playing it. And but it was like this weird limited release thing that it's like Nintendo doesn't want doesn't want you to buy their games. Yes. Uh, any yeah you just, so you just didn't play a uh, Metroid Prime. No. Uh, then GTA Three, which is I didn't really play that. There's so many. Yeah, it's just all it. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, GTA is just dominating the ranks. Yeah. Then there's They're Odyssey, which is again same. I could say the same. About, uh, and then I love the description. It's just like they're all read the same. It's just like there's a new evolution to Mario. Mario has never been this cool, basically. Mario has never been this cool. I hope they add a Chris Pratt DLC to add the, the oh, voice acting God. to Mario. Um, please no. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about Mario Odyssey. It's, it's one of those games where it's like it's like a mainline Nintendo game that is just good and. Uh, the movement's really good. It's fun. I beat it, and I haven't thought about it. <laughs> I haven't thought about it since, which is weird. I don't know. I don't know if, what, what I don't know what that says about the game or about myself. That it's like, yes. man, I really like this, and now I just never think about it. Man, I'm caught but, up in my research trying to find this game. <laughs> but anyway, I do see a, a game, game I recognize. Yes, here's a game you can actually talk about that yes. I can't really talk about. Uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, God, I don't want to read the description, but I will anyway. <laughs> Enter the mysterious world of Halo, an alien planet shaped like a ring, dude. Oh, that's why it's called Halo? Nice. No. Glad As mankind's super soldier master chief, you must uncover the secrets of Halo, TM, and fend off the attacking Covenant during... Wait... No period, but it's a new sentence. During your mission, you'll battle on foot, in vehicles, inside, and outside with alien <laughs> and human weaponry. Your objectives include God, can you just they need to know when to stop. Your objectives include attacking enemy outposts, raiding underground labs for advanced technology, rescuing fallen comrades, and sniping enemy forces. Halo also lets you battle three other players via intense split-screen combat or fight cooperatively with a friend through the single-player missions. I right, like first thing I'll the game. S- yeah, first thing I'll say, this sentence about all the things you can do, I, technically it's correct, but they, they phrase it like it's an open-world game. And they also, I guess, yeah. And they also phrase it like rescuing fallen comrades is... Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what's kind of funny? Um, I think the, its description is based on, like, they weren't really marketing it as like a multiplayer game because like that didn't really exist as like an online multiplayer thing before like Xbox Live, which is like I guess this game kind of. I believe this game is one of the games that really utilized that, right? Uh, um, Halo Live Two service. was the one that started us- utilizing Xbox Live, but it- Halo One wasn't really about the multiplayer. It was, it was very much about the the single player and just. It it was a pretty simple game, but it was it was very like it was very endearing. I think. It was a solid gameplay, especially for the time. Some decently memorable memorable characters. There weren't a lot. It was really just Master Chief Cortana and Sergeant Johnson. Kind of Captain Keys, but he didn't. He wasn't there for very long. Yeah, but who was John Halo? John Halo, my favorite main character. Um. Well, Cortana clearly stuck around long enough to become a blo- piece of bloatware for Windows that you can't disable. Cortana literally stuck around long enough to become a villain and then be forgotten in the next game. Yeah, well. $60 for Halo Infinite multiplayer, guys. <laughs> Is that out yet? <laughs> the, been, the main or not multiplayer, single player, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. That game, like, I heard... Uh, I, my, my experience with Infinite was look at the funny screenshot of the funny guy. He looks funny. Oh, the game's out for beta. Oh, I've tried it for a second. That's cool. Oh, what happened? Oh, no, the game's out now. Oh, I forgot about it. That was the timeline. Man, yeah. Uh, shows to NFL 2K1. 
In the end, what? NFL 2K1 is a deeper, more refined version of the original <clears throat> game. Copy paste that, replace NFL 2K1 with any uh, sports game, and paste that. It is yes. a new version of the old game, but the same, but different. Breath of the Wild is here again, and so yeah, is GTA 5. Yeah, version. Wait a yeah. minute, is... Wait a minute, wait a minute. So Breath of the Wild's description for the Switch is, forget everything you know about Zelda games. Now, the Wii U version is, ignore everything you know about the Legend of Zelda games. Damn, what, what are so you... So forget, ignore, bury... Including the, the other version of this game? Yeah, just forget that. Bury it down. Play the Wii U version, please. Beyond so Good and Evil! That was the game! Oh, there it is. Oh my god, is that sequel out yet? I don't know. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Also, wait, wait, wait. I just... oh. I skipped over the um, Half-Life 2 as number 24. Man, Half-Life 2 is really good. Yeah. What about Half-Life? Actually, do you want to read the uh, the beautiful Half-Life 2 <laughs> synopsis? Sure. I already see it looks very strange. Metacritic's 2004 PC Game of the Year. By taking the suspense, challenge, and visceral charge of the original and adding... And adding startling real new realism and responsiveness, Half Life Two opens the door to a world where the player perceive where the player's presence affects everything around them, from physical environment to behaviors, even the emotions of both friends and enemies. The player what does again that picks sentence up, mean? Wait, wait, sorry. I don't know. Don't, sorry, what does that mean? I, don't know. I have no <laughs> that, idea. That sentence means nothing. It, it's so hard to read because I don't think they know where they're going when they start the sentence god the player again picks up the crowbar of research scientist gordon freeman who finds himself on an alien infested earth being picked to the bone <laughs> wait wait yeah why wait would, a minute why would they freeze it like that <laughs> the earth bone also so so first of all it's weird to say it say, say it like that about earth but also the the grammar here makes it seem like it makes it seem like Gordon Freeman's the one being picked to the bone. Like, damn, you just wake up and you're just you're just bones. Also, why is the player who is unrelated to Gordon Freeman, I guess, the player picks up Gordon Freeman's crowbar? But you are Gordon Freeman as the player. It's weird. Oh, man. Oh, who finds himself on an alien-infested Earth being picked to the bone, its resources depleted, its populace dwindling. Freeman is thrust into the un unenviable role of rescuing the world from the wrong he unleashed back at Black Mesa, and a lot of people, people he cares about, are counting on him. Vivendi Universal. like four people. Like Dr. (laughs) Kleiner, Barney, maybe, and Alex, like and Eli, but yeah. The entire universe is counting on him. Four, five people. (laughs) Everybody knows who he is. They're all looking at him. There's so much pressure. Oh my god. Yeah, let's just I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna like look through this list quickly. Uh there's Bioshock. But well, let's go yay or nay. Let's just like save like why is this on here or like do we agree? Bioshock. Yeah, good game. Yeah. Uh good game, I don't know. Cool. It has a wrench as a melee weapon, that's cool. Yeah, very good visual storytelling in this game, by the way. Yeah, Bioshock really two, cool. never played it, but heard it's whack. I did play Bioshock two. It, it was weird. Um Yeah, I, I heard the DLC is good. It. It's just weird. You're playing as a big daddy. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just a little a little unusual. Um, alright, Goldeneye. Now I have a story about that. I I played Goldeneye um on N sixty four because everyone was like it's the best first person shooter ever. Uh yeah, it's well I, people were like really super rose tinted glasses. Yeah, you have to grow up playing that game because it controls like absolute garbage dog, awful, <laughs> terrible, unfun game. If, but, but if you, did you play all it you with had, a Nintendo 64 controller? Yes. It made it worse. I mean, if you all that's all you had and nothing was else to compare it to, then yes, it was fine because it was kind of, you know, revolutionary. But playing it now is terrible. No one's going to want to play that. Like unless you have pl- unless you grew up with it, like it is it is not fun to play. Like it is like Mario 64 I could go back to with not that much nostalgia and be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> GoldenEye it just does not feel fun to play. Because you have to yeah. aim, you stop, you hold like the R button, 
to like then go into aim mode and then you're like aiming oh, like God. a light gun basically it's just not oh, it's no. not it you know all right um nolan north uh the game uncharted 2 i played the first one didn't get into it i'm sure they're all good the collection's on pc now maybe i'll check it out i never played uncharted because i didn't have a playstation until ps4 yeah well ps get get it on pc now there you go yep resident evil 4 is supposed to be very good i should probably play it Uh, and then there's also the remake yeah i I see that on here i probably should play that orange box all those games are great the orange box twice yeah one's for pc one for xbox i would say the pc version for deserves to be higher than the xbox version even though it doesn't really matter because especially since you have to play tf2 without any additional content yeah which in some ways is better but But no hats let's let's just like gun it to 50 we'll just we're gonna go real quick through these batman arkham city uh very good isn't that the one people 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 like yes that's a very good one do people like asylum better or city better city better so city is like the perfect in the middle between uh asylum and ark and arkham knight where it, it basically upgrades everything Asylum does. Storytelling's better and everything. And then Arkham Knight was a little too... They tried to do a little too much, and the story was kind of predictable. Fair enough. But uh, also, Tekken. both games are very pretty. Arkham Knight and Arkham City oh, are yeah. really, really pretty games. Especially for the time. Like Arkham Knight literally looks like it came out today. That game looks yeah, fantastic. Those, those games look really good. And I tried to play Arkham Asylum the first game. I'm not a huge Batman fan, so I mm-hmm. couldn't get into it in that way. I could probably get into it more now, although I feel like I would yeah. I get more into the Spider-Man game and stuff. To be honest, you could start with Arkham City. Yeah. Um, I own all those games too, weirdly enough, but mm-hmm. Tekken 3, uh, it's Tekken. It's good. Yeah. I don't play it often, but it's 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 the big money fighting game. It's good. Elden Ring Elden crazily Ring. is up here. Uh, it's yeah, still didn't beat that game. Yeah. I like all the Souls games. I should beat it. <clears throat> I still need to buy it. Every, yeah, time I th- every time I think about buying Elden Ring, I don't have money. And every time I do have money, I'm not thinking about buying Elden Ring. Fair enough. You should you should play it, though. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played any of the Mass Effects. I have the collection. I've been meaning to play I them played, all. I played Mass Effect 2, and I got, like, right to the ending. And my friend told me, yeah, you need to get this, like, weird nuke gun before you do the ending. Otherwise, you can't complete it. And I started searching for it, and I'm like, wow, I'm never going to find this. So I just kind of stopped playing. Oh, God. There are so many games... Uh, Sekiro being one of them, or Sekiro, whatever. Uh, there's so many games where to get the true ending, you need to do something stupid, and it feels like homework and chores. Yeah. Uh, that make me fall off the game <clears throat> before I beat the game. That's it, just I like. I I here's a pet peeve, and this is a big Souls game thing, and this is a big Persona thing. Having to look up, all right, how do I? I know there's a tr- like before I even play the game, I know there's gonna be a true ending. Then you need to look up guide how to get true ending no spoilers and then you look at the guide and it's like telling you it's like once you go to Grimrock and and kill uh main character lore uh and go to Grim City and then unlock the secret other world that's where you uh to get this true ending and it's like is that really the no spoiler guide you're just name dropping like no spoiler guides for these things I mean Souls is less i guess less bad but it still sucks when you have to look up how do i get the the true ending and then it's like you need to go and then list every area in the game and it could be spoilers and stuff like that yeah it's yeah. not I, I don't know that's one thing i did like about cyberpunk actually you didn't have to go super far out of your way to get the like the best ending i guess you could say and it, it was really just do one side quest and get the right do the right dialogue options yeah and you know what's crazy? I feel like no one's stu- no one is like stumbling into these true endings. Really, yeah. you have to kind of look it up. And it's like, it's, am I gonna it, get a bad one second ending? And sometimes these endings can be like hours of extra content. It's like, am I gonna I, beat I the might, game, get a bad ending, and then I might be leaking some secret here? But these true endings are almost definitely leaked by devs, so that people actually get them eventually, and then they share it. I would imagine because, like. <clears throat> Imagine, remember, do you know Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night? Yeah, yeah. Do you know about the end? All right, so spoilers for the ending of that game. Uh, so in Castlevania Symphony of the Night, if you kill, um, if you if you don't use a specific set of uh souls or whatever, I guess, actually it's not that's a different thing. If you don't use a specific set of things, like there's a tri- the thing that trigger the ending. Uh, there is an entire inverted castle segment, which is like 
half of the game. Well, it's not half. People, I think, over-exaggerate. But there is an entire, like, post-game big segment to get the true ending that you could just miss. And it's, I mean, I think they kind of hint at it. And a lot of Castlevania games do that, too. Uh, where you kind of need to look up. Uh, there is, like, hints in the games. But it is, it, it becomes one of those things where it's, like, a trend in the genre of the game. It's like, all right, well, I gotta go look up how to get the, the real ending. Uh, Persona five being the biggest example to me recently. Cause I'm playing it and it's like, yeah. I don't want to in persona five, you can, uh, and maybe, maybe it isn't in five, but in like a game like persona four, you can miss, there's a date cutoff. And if yeah, you miss yeah. the cutoff and you didn't do the thing to unlock the true ending, you could be playing your 100-hour RPG and then, oh, I missed it because I didn't know I had to do this thing before this date. I guess I'll replay 90 hours to see the 10 hours of content that I missed out on. Yeah, it's like, when I, when I played Persona let me 5, do it. I never finished the game, but I remember I was yeah. planning so meticulously. Tread carefully I, on the my, spoilers, too, though. My time I'm, I'm was just so... Yeah, yeah, no spoilers. I'm probably not even as far as you as you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was planning so carefully throughout the game because I wanted to just like not miss anything. I I was planning my day in Persona more than I planned my day in real life. Yeah, yeah. Persona um, Five is the best in the series for like that though. They like they don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter as much. Like Three was kind of a lot. Yeah. Uh, five. So I don't tr- I don't really plan out my I plan out my days pretty efficiently in the Persona games. But I don't go online. I don't, I'm not using a guide every day to like i'm not using a guide every single day to optimize the perfect run or whatever i kind of let things happen i will say i look up all the answers to like the quizzes in the game because if you answer them correctly you get intelligence which is like a stat upgrade and it's like uh, give me the stat upgrades i don't know weird stuff like that i can pretend to be smart but with s links i won't look up the right answers i'll kind of like do it because it doesn't really matter um yeah. I, whatever skyrim's on here half-life's on here we're over time yeah. maybe we'll, we'll come yeah, back we, are, we are well past an hour yeah so um if you want to send us any messages i don't think we have any user messages this week but uh send them at to h-y-e-p podcast at gmail.com that is the h-y-e-p podcast at gmail.com we'll answer those questions live on the air and live we're not live we're recording this but live for me yeah and, live for uh, us yeah, I I've, I've been Matt. I want to I want to be Matt James dude and you can be uh James Fawn Matt. James I don't know. Fawn. Ooh, I like that. I I've, I've been Matt. Hi. Bye. Well, wait, no, bye. not bye. James has signed off too. I've been I've Matt. Been Hi. James. All right, I've been Matt and you've been James. Oh, that, that's a good bit. I hey, yeah. hey guys, it's me James. I'm signing off. <laughs> All right, we got to cut it. Cut just cut it. <laughs> Cut. Put the power off. Turn the power off. Cut it. Why well, won't it turn off? I- I'm kidding. Ah. I can actually turn it off at any time. This is. Will I though? I'm panicking. If James is sitting there. Is like, is he going to turn it off? I'm being held hostage. Nah, Call this 911. Podcast, this podcast will never ever end.